Welcome to the Fundamental Interconnectedness of All Things. I'm Eric. I'm Jeremy, and you are listening to episode 52. 52, that's 10 more than 42, and 10 less than 62, so tune up your ears and listen up. <laughs> Giddy up. This week, this is weird. This week we've got headphones, and it's going to take a little bit of an adjustment, I think, to get used to this, because I kind of actually feel a little bit separated from you. I can't deal with this. <laughs> I feel I, like you're in my head. I've got these contraptions on my ears, yeah. right? And I feel like it's it's like a confining bubble around me, but I, I can see you. And we're and it, it doesn't feel like we're having a conversation, like sitting in the basement drinking beers anymore. It feels like we're oh, like, having a conversation sitting in the basement drinking captains or something. We're br- <laughs> Well, hey, you know what? Oh, because that's what's happening. So yeah, nice. Welcome to the uh, new uh, the new era, the new era, the headphone the f- era, fundamental interconnectedness of all things. We have the bud era headphones. Yeah, the not buds either. I mean, no, oh, these are these like are over the ear, over the head, wreck like your hairstyle headphones. Muffs. What I'm wondering though is if this is going to help us with our constant talking over of one another. It's helped so far, I think. I've actually listened to everything. I've <laughs> let you complete every thought, but it's only like a minute or two in, so... Well, that's because I can get closer to the microphone and say, Ooh. Eric, you need to be quiet for just a second. Yeah, but now my hair's standing up on oh. end, so I, you better <coughs> not do that anymore. Uh, Until like later into it, you know, right at the end, maybe. So what's new? <clears throat> N- oh, ah, sh- I don't know. I I was kind of sick yesterday, but I'm no. better now. Uh, I moved... I- I moved the fundamental interconnectedness of all things website, the www.tficast.com website. To a different uh, server? To a different server. Uh, The old server was causing me no end of trouble. Wow. We've moved. We had some problems, but all of those problems are put to bed. So you just grabbed all all the data? It was a little bit more involved than that, but in a nutshell, yes. I just grabbed the data and put it. And what did I mean? Did they say anything? Did they say, "Oh, uh, 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 you you sign up for us"? And I mean, see, I'm kind of imagining it as like one of these. uh, I'm kind of a computer. I don't know much about them. I mean, I know a little bit about them, but you know a lot more. So I'm kind of imagining this as like a a storage unit. So if you have a server, it's akin to like you know one of those storage facilities where you say, "All right, I want to rent this for a hundred dollars a month and 
put all the shit that I'm going to probably get rid of in 20 years, but I don't want to get rid of it now. Uh-huh. And I'll pay to store it until then. And, like, and a, like, then a, like a storage facility. A storage unit. Yeah. yeah okay. And, uh-huh. and then so you, you go in there and say, all right, well, uh, I'm I'm sick of you and your lackadaisical. Uh, I don't like your security at right, the gate. Your security this is ridiculous. Or, so you you basically you know pull the U-Haul up and say I'm moving to another storage facility. Is that is that kind of it is and 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 and, and to, to further that analogy a little bit more, like say you've paid for three months of storage facility. Oh right, well you, isn't there like a contract right? A yeah, right, right. Twelve a year contract or something. So your storage facility is not going to care where you store your stuff, right? <laughs> uh, just as long as you pay the bills. <laughs> We're gonna have a. All right, this <laughs> one might be a little bit obnoxious as we uh, learn to play with our. He- is you know, that really? You know what so the really nice thing about these headphones is? Uh, my ears are not cold. They're like earmuffs. This is really awesome. Muffs. My ears are so warm right the now. Muffs. But best no, band at, ever. one of the best bands ever. So right at the old web place, I'm, I've still got two months worth of service there. Oh. Uh, they don't care. Uh, but I'm gonna cancel them and. TFI Cast is going to live on. Well, and what's on two months of service? Like ten dollars a month or something? Oh, it's not even that. It's right. it's. Well, seven, but did, did you pay up front? Yeah, up front. Up front. I paid up front. Up front. Up front. So, for the fellow TFI casters out there that are listening to the podcast, well, it's not like it's not going to make any difference to them because it might. it's still going to be www.tficast.com. The address doesn't change, but right. there is a possibility that there might be some issues with iTunes. There might be some issues with the website, and if you do notice any of those issues, come on, email wow. us tfi at tficast.com. Go to popsyndicate.com and post on the forums and uh, let us know wow. what issues you're experiencing and i'll try to fix them well so really the basic alter only difference the ultimately the only difference is that like instead of um driving down main street and turning left on oak and then turning right on on colgate street to to get to the thing you know the the internet's the truck right, the right, truck right. that <laughs> the that, tubes the, the the tube that uh that the uh that the that the name that they type right. in has to go through different set of tubes, so it might even take a <laughs> yes. millisecond longer or something. Right, right. It's a different set of tubes, folks, right. but the name is the same. You're on a it's different all the t- same. That's not really what I wanted to We're talk about. We're on a different about. tube frequency. Here's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, we're talking up here. Unless you have something. Have you been? Has there been anything on your mind lately? I have this rash. Oh, you, well, there's it's a not pop- on my mind, though. Is there a cream? I have a rash on my mind, yeah. It's actually really bothering me. It's there may be a cream for that. A cream for my, ra- just, my head rash. My, I, my br- I have a brain rash. I just can't get over how like warm and comfortable and <laughs> secure my ears are right now. Is that really? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Wow. Well, you have the you have the, the full muff experience. Are I'm, you going to get some of these full muffs? I have muffs? like the little Hitler, uh, <laughs> I the little V stat, or the Charlie Chaplin uh, yeah. version of the muff gut. You, you got the, uh, I, I dug through the 20-year the drawer and found your nice. headphones. So these were probably... Oh yeah. man, I think I probably used those when I was 16 years old. Oh, great. oh they've they, they've got earwax yeah. like going way back. Uh, I can, that's what's making me real comfortable over here. <laughs> I think uh, it's intermingling with my earwax and creating a new reality, a new breed of earwax. Yeah, yeah. So what I wanted to talk about, I just can't get out over this this sound. Box. Okay, that's the fourth time. That's I'm enough. sorry. I'm sorry. I'll 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 try to uh, get over it, sh- man. Should I turn this down? What? Is that better? Right there. Is that better? No. No. No, no I actually turn it up once. Hey. Oh man. <laughs> that's really loud. Yeah. Okay. This is the experimental TFI cast. Yeah, but number that's not 52. how that's not recording level. No, this is just headphone level. You're not even in the you're not even in the in the yellow or red. Is that is that where you usually It's go? fine, don't worry about that. 
You don't want any high-end peeps? Don't worry about the details, folks. I mean, Eric. <coughs> so what's up? I want to talk about uh, cell phones. Um, you have a cell phone? I do. Uh, in a perfect world, in my perfect world, you would be able to go to the store yes, and a, yes. buy any uh, cell phone you wanted and sure. use it with any provider you wanted, right? Sure. Does that exist? Uh, no. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't Could exist. You hear that? I'm sorry. If, uh, what, who's your provider? AT&T. Okay. So when you, you go to the AT&T store, you are limited to a selection of AT&T phones. And oh, a- yeah. That kind of sucks. Yeah. AT&T has a, a pretty good selection of phones. You, you got a Razer or something, don't you? No, no. I had a really nice one, a Samsung, but uh, I lost it. And I went back and they said, no, we don't make that phone anymore. And that was a really nice phone. Uh-huh. It really pisses me off that I lost it's, it. Actually, it's probably in this chair somewhere. Down. <laughs> I'm scared to stick my hand down there for the earwax that's down right, there. Right, but, right, right. Uh, <clears throat> No, it was a really nice phone, and Carrie and I got them at the same time, and she still has hers, and I'm jealous as hell because I went back, and they were like, oh, well, you can pick another phone at a comparable price, and well, it's no problem. It's like a $50 mm-hmm. right, fee yes, or whatever. Yes. And they had some really nice phones, and I picked one out. And but I, they, they gave you a discount on the phone, right? Yeah, it was like, like 50 bucks. Right, okay. Yep. I mean, it was like a $200 phone or something. Sure. So I picked this phone out. I got it home, and I just I didn't like it at all. Right. So I had it for like two weeks. I took it back again. I was like, you know what? I'm sorry. I really... I, don't like this phone i don't like it at all and they're like oh well okay well you can pick another one and i was like hmm and then they had like return the old phone for a 50 dollar refund no, and pick then, a new phone see, that's no that screwed me up because i already okay. took that one that i could get and then i had to pay for the next one and then they were like well now we have this special going on where it's like you have to to get one of these expensive phones you have to sign up for like two more years well like no not not necessarily no. two more years but like Two more um, added features, like either internet okay. or text messaging okay. or some stupid shit like that. And it was like 5 or $10 a piece for each of those extra. And I'm like, hmm, for the remainder of my contact uh, contract, another 10 or $15 a month just just so I can get this other phone cheaper. No, no, no I don't think so. So I, went, I got like the $20 phone. Right. It's like the cheapest fucking phone ever, you know. And of course, I took it home and that one didn't work very well. It was like the one of the buttons. <clears throat> oh, it, was it was it buttons or was it actually like it was reception? Buttons. No, it was buttons. It was all okay. buttons. And I I took it back again and I was like, "You know what? This button doesn't work." And they were like, "Oh, this fucking <laughs> So they played around and they're like, "Yeah, this button doesn't work." I'm like, "Well, exactly." Hey, hello. Right, so right. they gave me another phone, the same this cheap ass one. And you know what? It's good reception. I I can make calls. Uh, the battery life was a little shitty at first, but I, maybe that was like the first run. But right, right. You and now it's like maybe three days times. or whatever, and it, it's not a bad phone. I mean, I can't personalize everybody's ringtone like I'd like to, and it takes really crappy pictures. But right. that's not what I have a phone for. You know, I, I have a phone just to just to be able to contact right. people once in a while. So me too. I don't really talk. We we've talked about this actually on the on the last podcast, I believe, about how much I use the phone and how. Uh, I don't like to burn up my conversation skills uh, with somebody on the telephone. I'd rather right. see them in person and then have a beer and like be able to talk with them. Right. So I don't really use my phone all that often. And let me ask you another question. How much do you pay per month? Uh, we pay $70, but it's for two you f- and your wife. Well, pay- it's two phones, two lines. Uh, and we have Shared like minutes. Six, well, it's like 600 minutes, yeah, un- and then unlimited nights and weekends, right. blah, blah, right. blah. So, I mean, 70 bucks. Yeah. So thirty five dollars a month. Well, it's fifty dollars for one, and then ten dollars for the other, fifteen dollars okay. for the other one. Or when like when so I yeah, thirty five dollars a month. Yeah. Each, which is. Eh. So back in the day, back in like the late nineties, early two thousands, I was on the same a similar plan with like uh, Sprint, 
and my phone service was $35 a month. And I think now you can't go anywhere without it being $50 a month. Pretty much. Now, $50 yeah. a month for a single person is a lot of money, don't that's you think, a, for a, a phone? Yeah. Right? So I have Boost. I have Boost Mobile. Uh, it's it's a pay-as-you-go. It's $0.10 cents per minute. Uh, sometimes it's $0.20 cents on off-peak. I don't really understand the, the verbiage. But what it breaks down to is I spend about $15 every 45 days. That's my bill. That's pretty good. That's really good. You can't beat that, right? But I don't use the, – the phone runs out of battery – more off, like I want to go to make a phone call and be like, oh shit, battery's out. Of, I mean, I, I got to charge the battery because that's like how infrequently I use this phone. Yep. Um, it, it does texting. Uh, I could add internet access if I wanted to, but I choose not to because it's it's an extra dollar a day, which basically brings the service back up to $30. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So getting how to How much my, was the phone though? The phone was... 180 bucks. I want to say the phone was like 150 So over a... To your contract, yeah, whatever, and that's, your contract, you that's that what your U.S. cellular dollars a yeah. month, and that's what your U.S. cellular and your AT&T will tell you is like, well, we're going to give you this phone for free when you sign up, right. and then that offsets the blah blah blah. Well, yeah, okay, so you got me there, but I've had this service for like three, four years, and the same phone, same phone, wow, right, and and I go to Boost website every now and then just to see what their new phone offerings are because I'm a gadget guy. I like gadgets. I like, you know, I would like the, a bigger screen. Maybe I don't have a camera. Uh, it's a color screen, so I can play games on it, but I can't play all the latest games. And oh, so you do, you play games on it? I play uh, video poker on it. That's Does about that it. cost anything? Oh, Tetris. No, I found this website. It's called uh, mobile m- mobile mobilerated.com. If you go to mobilerated.com, there are all these um, Java-based phone games, and if you got the proper cables and the proper software, you can copy those to your phone. And I've got, I think I've got Tetris and. Uh, Video poker and I got some other games. Hmm. Yeah, because I wouldn't mind free. Sudoku on mine actually, but <laughs> oh, they got sh- a shit ton of Sudokus. I'd yeah, I, I wouldn't mind it, but it's they charge. You can't like like one of my earlier phones, like two or three years ago, like even before right, this they last would charge one, you to put games on there. No, I it oh. had a bunch of games on it. Okay, and so I could play them anytime I wanted, which was kind of cool. It had like bowling and skydiving right. or something. I think all the new phones don't have. You have games. to pay five dollars a month. Yes, which is five dollars a month. Yeah. Holy you have shit! To subscribe to a game. Holy! Sh- when I had uh, Sprint, it was five dollars to download Tetris forever. Well, as long as you had that no, phone. Five dollars a, a it's, month. It's a subscription. Yeah. Holy shit! Well, anyways, okay. So this kind of like adds to my point. So a coworker of mine, he's he's another gadget guy. He's more of a gadget guy than me. And he apparently has more disposable cash because he's getting like a new cell phone every three months. And we were talking about cell phone plans. I'm like, yeah, I got Boost, and it's cheap. It's $15. But I got this phone, and it's kind of old and clunky. And, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having, like, a new phone, right? And he's like, well, I've got I got one of these old razors sitting in my closet. Uh, let me bring it in for you. So he brings his razor in. And sure enough, this thing is in pristine uh, uh, shape, right? It doesn't have a scratch on it. The screen is beautiful. There's no smudges on it. And I'm like, all right, you know. Dude, I could shave with this. <laughs> this it's thing sharp. is sharp. And so I put it up to my face. No. Uh, so I started looking on the internet. I'm like, all right, it's an AT&T uh, razor. And I started looking around like, all right, well, looking into like the laws, because all of the phones are locked to the various service providers. So if you buy an AT&T phone, you can only use that phone uh, well, with AT&T's Well, you can unlock network. it with a different SIM chip or something, can't you? Something mm, like that? Yes and no. Like my Boost Mobile has a SIM chip. And when you put the SIM chip into this phone, it says, please enter subsidy code. 
Well, I start Googling subsidy code. And the subsidy code is just this random code that AT&T has. Mm. And so I started looking around a little bit more. And uh, one of the posts on uh, one of these forums was like, well, call AT&T. They have access to this database. They might give you this code. And now I kind of feel a little weird because as I'm going through all of these forums and all these posts and all this software, it's not, okay, it's not illegal to unlock your phone to use on any network. Hmm. Uh, however, it's very difficult, right? Um, so, but there's all these like, you know, uh, unlocking companies. They'll unlock your phone for $15 or $20 or $25 or maybe $30, right? They'll unlock your phone for you. Yeah, there's kids on Craigslist supposed to say, hey, I'll unlock your I'll phone unlock for you. Phone. Exactly. Um, but they're like... For a six-pack of beer. But, but there's all these conditions like, you know, don't contact me if you've stolen this phone. Uh, and, and so basically, I guess mm. the impression I got as I was trying to unlock this phone was like, I felt like I was kind of like in the dirty zone, like I'm... Um, I'm breaking a law, yeah. but I'm not really? because I looked it up and it's not, it's not illegal. It is not illegal to unlock well, your right. phone. So, but I find this post on AT&T's website that says, if you need your subsidy code, call AT&T. Yeah. Well. But then it says below, like, make sure that the original subscriber calls. So I'm like, all right, Mark, come here, read this post. It says here, you can call and you can get the phone unlocked. So he calls AT&T and the AT&T operator is like, no, sir, I, 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 I can't unlock your phone. Hmm. And uh, you know, like, well, it's on your website. It says that you'll. Un- no, no, no. We can't. I, I get, I get ten calls like this a day. I, I can't unlock your phone. So I'm like, all right, fine. So I get the phone. I take it home. I'm on all of these websites. I'm downloading all of these programs. Mind you, that every single one of these unlocking programs that I find, riddled with viruses. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm like, for fuck's sake. I mean. Well, because AT&T probably puts them out there. I don't think it's AT&T. I think it's just these these douchebag kids who are like, somebody's going to want to unlock their phone, so I'm going to put out a program that's going to be a virus that's going to you know do whatever, and these dumbasses are going to click on it. And, and I mean, i download something. I would scan it, and it'd be like, oh, virus. Okay, delete it. Download, scan, virus, delete it. I was like, for fuck's sake. I guess my point is I went through probably four hours of trying to get this phone unlocked so that I could potentially use it with my Boost Mobile. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, after I decided, like, I can't do this. Based on the tools that I have, I'm going to have to pay... Oh, that's the other thing. I'm going to have to pay $25 to somebody for them to unlock it. And what I found out is, the people, those websites that you go to <clears throat> where they can unlock your phone for you, they are either AT&T or Singular employees, or know somebody who works at AT&T and Singular and has access to that database to get that code to unlock your phone. Okay. I'm like, that's a fucking bullshit, right? That's more making money for yeah, him, sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's like a little side, like, uh, okay. I'm surprised the guy on the uh, on the AT&T help uh, forum. Right, wasn't like, call me at yeah. 7 Well, no, this that's probably why he and, said, and we'll, well, we can't do it, because that's AT&T devi- designs that whole thing, sure. So, after I decide I can't do this, I'm like, all right, well, let me find out if I if it's even possible for me to use an unlocked phone on Boost Mobile. So I type that in. I'm looking around. No. You can't use Boost Mobile on any phone except for the phones that they provide. There you go. I'm like, well, the thing that pisses... So why does it bother you? It pisses me off is because, like, here we are creating all of these cell phones. We've got a bazillion cell phones that come out every year, right? New models. Uh, for example, the Razer. The Razer is that little slim phone, right? Yeah, it's I know, a little I know. tiny brick thing. There's like 35 different models of the Razer, yeah, I know. right? 
And so what do we do with them when we're done with them? Well, you can't use them on another network. I mean, you could maybe, may, possibly, you could pay somebody $25 to unlock it, and then maybe you could use it on a different provider. Maybe. Or you can't, right? So this guy, Mark, the guy who is trying to unlock the phone for me, he's basically like or t- talking to the operator. He's like, well, you know, my friend wants to use it. You know, why can't we unlock it? And he's like, well, we can't do it. Well, what am I going to do? I'm just going to throw it back in my closet. It's going to sit there. So he throws it in his closet. The majority of people that upgrade their phones, what do they do with their phones? Throw them out or Throw them in the garbage, right? No, they recycle Perf- them, I think. Recycle yeah. them for what? They, they like, give them to other countries or whatever. They're second generation. <laughs> to do what? To use them as cell phones. No, they probably give them to these other these other countries so that they can rip them apart and cut their fingers off trying to get the copper no, and I gold leads. A, I think there's a big market in, in, uh, in secondhand cell phones in other countries. All right, well, I mean, if there is, that's fantastic. But I guess the thing that was just pissing me off is, like, it... <laughs> Well, you know what though? It it's it it shouldn't piss you off because it's it's the American way. But it's, it's not it's, the American yes, way. Yes, it is. They it's keep consume. They keep look s- at what's happened. Look what. I, all right, let's start in the fifties. Yeah. With the automobiles. Mm-hmm. Every year, they came out with a new. Oh, the fins well, they, got bigger and bigger, and the oh now we move the headlights three inches in. Oh, now we put a stripe down the side. And the people went out and they bought a new car every year. They, what happened to those old cars? Well, they just kept pushing them down, pushing okay. them down, pushing okay. them away, pushing them away. But and I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, "Oh, but the network was the gas and the roads, and any car could drive on on the gas and on the roads, right?" So you didn't yes. have to have a specific car and blah blah blah. But that still is no reason to have new cars every year and new models well, all the time. You're getting off topic. I mean, you're not really. It's, you're, it's you're, about consuming. It's about consuming, and that's what that's what capitalism is. It's about making money. Now, to make money, you have to move the most amount of product to to the most amount of people. But I think and it's to a, do that, you have to get them. You have to have turnover in that product. Well, Watch the story of stuff. Well, she says it right in there. There was in the 1950s after the war. There was an economist who, who I don't remember exactly the quote. No, 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 no. You're, but he said something about you're exactly right to move the most amount of stuff. This econ- this growing economy needs to needs to have people throw stuff out every three months, every six months. We have to buy new stuff, and that's exact. So they're good businessmen. That's exactly what they are. That's what they're. T- that's what. That's what kids are taught to do in university. I understand when they that. go to a business course. Well, right. We have to learn how do you to get sell people, more products. Yep. How do you sell a new more widget? Money. Yep. How do you put? How do you take widget A and say widget A is no good anymore? Yep. You need widget B. Yes, I understand that, but I, you're supposed to agree with me on this. You're not supposed to disagree with me on this. No, I'm agreeing with you, and I think I have I have railed against it a, a lot on on previous podcasts. And I just, I, I just at this point, I probably feel like you probably feel when I'm railing about it. You're uh-huh. like, oh, Eric, all right, shut the fuck up. Let's oh, move on it? to something else. So you're like, shut the fuck up. Let's move on to something. Kind else? of because I, 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 you don't know. You, you always say that to me. You're like, oh, we're back on this. It's well, always about money and and consumerism and marketing. But I'm marketing not always bullshit. talking about. I'm not always talking about cell phones and the the, the commodity no, market but, that is cell phones. Well, what are we? What is the name of this podcast? The fundamental interconnectedness of all things. There you go. You, you like said that? It. It's it's uh, they're all connected. All the consumable goods that we produce in this country are all pretty much the same, and they're designed to be used up and and a lot of money being made off okay. of them, off of the little people. Look, it, here's the thing. I understand the evolution of technology. The evolution of technology is 
four or five companies come out and say, hey, buy this technology, this technology, you need this technology. Uh, it's like uh, Blu-ray and HD DVD and DVDs and Laserdiscs and VHS and Beta, right? Buy all this stuff and then one thing kind of like comes out of that as maybe not the superior product but the most popular product. The well, product that the, whole, the, product that the, that the consumers have chosen, right? So cell phones... You got all these companies who are like, buy all these cell phones, buy this cell phone. No, buy my cell phone, buy this cell phone. But it seems to me that cell phones have been in the general spotlight for such a long time that at this point in time, it's ridiculous that you can't just buy Joe Schmo's cell phone and put it on Bob's network. I mean, we've passed that kind of like uh, uh, honeymoon phase, that initial. Ah, but you forget. You forget. Name another product like cell phones. I'm not going to. Oh, because you, you forget, bastard. You forget that we are in a capitalistic system. No, I and and so I get that. You think you would think logically, because of of the age you are, okay, and how you've lived your life, and you know that that monetarily it makes more sense for the people because this government, this democracy that we have, is supposed to be for the people by the, but it's not. It's for the corporations by the corporations and the corporations are out to make money and so they don't want to to universalize things okay they want to separate them so that you have to keep buying yeah. their product and that is the and you said you thought we would move on from there and we have moved on from there not, that's not the, with cell phones that's the key no okay. all right go go the automobiles okay oh. <laughs> yeah. automobiles they they kind of failed with the automobiles because the automobiles ran on the internal combustion engine, and they all ran on gasoline. Now, don't you think that if Ford could have devised their own special for blend of gasoline and said, well, the Studebaker there can't run on this gasoline, and we're, we're the only ones that are going to be big enough to put gas stations all over that run our gasoline, they would have squeezed all the other car companies out of business. But unfortunately, they weren't smart enough to do that, Ben. Right. Now, right, right, the right. cell phone companies have built, have moved on from that, and they've figured out how to specialize to the certain degree yep. where, okay, you know what? You want this cell phone? You have to come to come us. Come to our network. And so it's it's evolution of the capitalistic system to suck more money out of the people. Of course, that's, it's, so it has moved on. It's, well, it's, we're in the next level of capitalism. But let me, let me, let me add this. Now... Say you take all of this locking bullshit out and you take all these contract bullshit out, right? And you just have like pussy. Pussy. That's all you have. Oh yeah. Pussy. Oh yeah. See, then you don't even need a cell you phone. Because <laughs> you don't need to make a booty call because it's right there in the same bed as you. Oh, these muffs are nice Hello. and warm in the ear. Um uh, did, I, did I derail your <laughs> a little bit. Um sorry. What I was gonna, pussy. What I what I was gonna say is, capitalize on that pussy. Free market capitalism, our society. Now you take all those limitations and those restrictions off the cell phones, and you say, okay, because how many times? I, and maybe okay. How many times have you been playing with your cell phone? And you're like, oh god, this interface is just terrible. I I I wanted to do this when I press this button, but it just doesn't. Wait, are you are you making a metaphor for something else? No. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I lay awake at night wondering how I can press that button to make it go like I'm that. I'm just playing with it and playing with it. It's, it's just, just not doing interface. what it needs it to do. I mean, for God's sakes. <laughs> and then I say, honey, you need a drink? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> for God's oh, sakes, I boy. do. 
Seriously, though. Yes. Uh, well, all right. The thing that I really don't, don't like you about, feel like the thing are... that I really don't like myself about my cell phone is there's that little center circle where mm-hmm. there's like four a, buttons, a button on the, the top, center button, and then the center button. Now that center button is always the the brightest button, and if you ever watch kids, what do they do? They go and they push buttons. Oh, seriously. So they get a hold of your your cell phone and they push that center button because that's the and that's always oh connect. To the internet. Oh. Um, That's the connect to the internet and button. And charge so more money. There you go. And of course they design them that way. Come on. Well, no, but and you know what? Wait, wait, wait. My, my phone, I'm even trying to go through my, my address book, my contact book. Boom. My big fat thumbs hit that, hit center, that center button. button. I'm like, it's boom, connect. I'm, connect. I'm like, ah, ah, 50 ah, cents. Ah, God damn it. I'm trying to connect. Boom. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry, okay. but it's ridiculous. They're nice. They're nice things. They're gadgets. They're wonderful. They're yes. amazing. They're, they're, they blow they're, my mind how wonderful yes. they are. But... They design them to piss you the fuck off. Of course they do. But my point or is... Or to make money for them. Yes, ab- absolutely. Which make money for the, the, for right. the provider, which pisses you off. But my point is, you unlock all that stuff and you give it to the free market, right? The, the, the capitalists and the thinkers and the inventors, right? Well, you unlock that and then all of a sudden you've got Joe's Electronics comes out with this kick-ass cell phone he's not joe's joe's electronics he's not attached to uh the cell phone industry he's just like he's taking up all this feedback from the internet all these uh, this is what i hate about my cell phone this is what i really want in my cell phone this is blah 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 and he says all right i'm gonna take all of these inform the suggestions and do my demographics i'm gonna create just an awesome cell phone that can be used on any network and he sells it and he makes a bazillion dollars that's free market, and and, well, and for some reason we're like, no, nah, no, see, you you can have an AT and T razor with these functions and these no, functions only. No, and the big center button no, always has to go to the internet. The difference there, the difference there. I'm not talking about socialism. I'm still diff- talking about free market. I, 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 wait a minute. I'm wait sorry. a minute. The go difference ahead. there is that yes, you are talking about what? socialism. Mm-mm. Listen to me, okay? Can I talk? <laughs> automobiles. I'm back to the automobiles. Roads are socialistic. The Department yeah. of Transportation, they build the roads. That's what automobiles drive on. So anybody could build a car and drive it on the road. You build a cell phone, you have to pay AT&T or whoever owns those satellites to be able to bounce your, bounce your signal off well, of them. Well, 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 because the satellites are not owned by the government. They're not a socialistic roadway like okay. the roads are that you put your cars on. They are private enterprise. So you have yeah. to pay for that service for them to have those satellites. Until the government says, hey, you know what? You guys are fucking around with this too much you're you're screwing around with people just like they did just like my bell bit did back in the 70s and they had to go in there and bust them up right because they were becoming a monopoly well you know what too bad so sad but you know what the american government the united states government can't do that anymore because at&t is an international company now and there's no laws against monopoly internationally so at&t is pretty much going to gobble up all the other ones and be the big motherfucker and all of a sudden then you're going to see your your rates go up because they own all the fucking satellites up there speaking of at&t we just got AT&T U-verse, AT&T phone, AT&T television, AT&T internet. Uh, and it, I have to say, even though AT&T is pretty much the devil, it's awesome. I you were just railing it. on how much you hated it. I, I hate the networks, the cell networks. No, but you were you were railing about Uverse last week. About Was I? Much, yeah. Well, they're they're well. That's a different. That's a totally different story. That's 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 their customer delivery installation services. What is what is it? What did you get? AT and T Uverse. What the fuck is that? It's like a Hulu. What the fuck is Hulu? It's you know uh, Hulu is just TV shows on a web page. Oh, that's all Hulu is. Well, so what the hell is Uverse? Uverse is uh, television, television, internet, 
Phone all coming through the phone line. So, I, I just you'd have to experience to understand the. Well, awesome so you don't have dish anymore. No, dish is gone. Dish sucks. I can't stand dish. Wow. <laughs> so how how long was your contract with dish, or did you cancel it? That's the other problem. Contracts. My dish contract was two years. Uh, I got that dish uh, subscription six years ago. But somehow, every time I'd call them or every time I would upgrade my service or whatever, two more years, two more years, two more years, yeah. two more years. So five and a half years into my contract, I called them up and I'm like, look, guys, this is ridiculous. Every time you add a function or a feature to my television, the the service, the, the, the reception just degrades. Like I get cutouts all the time. I lose programs, blah, blah, blah. This is ridiculous. I want to cancel. They're like, no, sir, you still have six months left on your contract. I'm like, what the hell? I signed up for a two-year contract six years ago. How can you tell me I have six months left? Well, sir, last time you ordered this package, you you upped it for another two two years. So you had to cancel it and pay a termination fee? No, I let it ride out the six months, and then I've canceled it. Oh, so it's over now. It is over. Dish is over. And the you got this U-verse is gone. U-verse. And the nice thing about U-verse, no contracts. So, t- so television actually comes through. It's f- weird. It is just everything. I took a uh, telecommunications class in college, and everything I learned in that telecommunications class is wrong, according to what AT and T Uverse is doing to my house. <laughs> I, I, I swear <laughs> to God, because there's like a certain amount of bandwidth that can come through two copper wires, and they're pushing. A bazillion times the amount of what the theoretical limit of what can come through two well, copper wires is. Well, there's probably different compression algorithms nowadays. Maybe. I mean, I was only in college for that class they, like they need four or decom- five years ago. They need decompression algorithms, too. They must have a big box that decompresses all that information. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a box. It's about the size of a DVD player. And that, well, okay, that's a DVD player can hold a hell of a lot of electronics. Look at a, look at a, look at a Pentium chip. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's probably a... a, a did, they, did you have to pay for that, or is it just like, did, it, did they suck you with the, with the big monthly fees? No, it's about the same price as Dish. Is there, is there a, a two-year contract for that? No. What? No contract. No, no contract. The, the only contract I have is since we signed up with HBO, Showtime, and Cinemax, uh, we're not allowed to cancel for thirty days. And if, I'm, I'm sorry, we're not. When I say we're not allowed, if we do cancel those services within thirty days of ordering them, we get charged five dollars. So I, or, I got it like. Three weeks ago, if I canceled it tomorrow, it would cost me five bucks, and I'd be done with them, and, and one month's worth of service. Well, and then how much is it per month? Well, and cable, internet, telephone, like one one forty, one fifty, one sixty, something like that. I don't know. Well, we're paying sixty dollars a month just for internet and phone. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been thinking about getting some. And did you? Oh, you got the full package too. We hey? got. We got every. I, oh. <laughs> This is what I. Uh, this is another thing I want to talk. Yes, we got every single channel. Hulu, <laughs> nice. Hulu, Hulu, Hulu. So that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Hulu. I, I don't want to talk about it too much though, because I I got a lot of stuff on, on my mind that I want to want to get out. But we have four hundred channels of TV, and we have probably thirty seven movie channels, because you got it. HBO, HBO two, HBO West plus. Plus West, Cinemax, Cinemax, all right, all right, blah, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. We got all these channels, right? We set all these things up to record, and I, 
I'm paying this money to, for this television, for this entertainment to come into my, my, my house, right? But I just don't feel like I have the time to actually uh, give it to watch all of these shows. And then, so then I kind of feel bad. Like, I feel bad that uh, I'm maybe trying to make time to watch this stuff when mm-hmm. I could be do- doing something else. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, like, I really like the fact that I have all of this stuff that I can watch. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I, I actually feel kind of the same way about uh, WRT. Okay. I love WRT. I love a lot of the shows on there, and I really don't get a chance to listen to it as much. As, and once in a while, I'll I'll just be in the car at a random time, and I'll have it have it on, and be like, "Wow!" Or, or WSUM. I don't even know their 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 playlist. You know, I don't even know yeah. what shows they have because it's like it changes every semester. New students come in, and they have oh, it's it's this crazy hour with this crazy music that you've never heard of before, and this guy's really into it, and he's got this hour show, and I'll listen to it once, and I'll be like, "Wow, this is really cool. This is good." And actually what it'll do for me is it'll get me interested in that kind of music and then I'll search that kind of music and find an artist that I really like of that kind of music and all of a sudden I'll have a whole new genre of music that I listen to. And So now what if you could, what if you had a digital radio recorder and you could just say, oh, look, WSUM has uh, a world music uh, or WRT has a well, world they music do. hour. They, well, but they, they, but they do because they, ha- they, they have pod, they have archives. Right, but it's not at a convenient time, so I'll just record that. Yeah, well, they have archives recorder. where I can download the shows and listen to it. And then you can also go on um, the internets. The internets. And you can search for other um, public radio stations or, or and then whatever. Listen to their streams. And you can download their shit anytime you want or podcasts and certain types. And, and I do that. Well, but I don't feel overwhelmed by it because well, radio I've kind of grown up with and I've always listened to the radio. But so let me let me let me just jump in there for a second. I think radio music audio is a kind of a more uh, passive uh, uh, form of uh, communication. Right. You can at your store, at your work or even at your office in your cubicle, you can put music on and just kind of have it in the background. And you can do your stuff. You can talk to people. You can have this in the background. Like, oh, hey, yeah, there's a cool song. We talked about this last week yeah. or two weeks Television, ago. Television, though, movies. It takes up more of your... You are audio and you are visual. And so you cannot be at work working right. on your computer All or right. whatever. Wait a minute. I, watching I, and listening. Wait, I got something to say. I mean, we're going to go off the tangent here that we're, gonna, ah, that we're talking about. Okay. Why is radio like that? Because you and I grew up listening to radio all the time and we could do that because it was only a single sensory input into our head okay and our brains now this is going to go back to um reality our brains are interpreting reality as what the five senses that we have interpret as reality so the sound is only a is is only one fifth but it's actually a smaller fifth than than visual okay so what we're doing as human beings with this technology and as we move forward and evolve is we're starting to heighten the different senses because visual used to be that we had to fo- we couldn't focus on it as much while doing something else and it was just kind of a, it, it it wasn't a background thing it had to take up all of our of our time and effort to to kind of you know put it together and um whatnot but I think it's going to get to the point the kids growing up today are going to be like well. TV is one of those things that can just kind of ride in the background and I can understand it and, and absorb it while I'm doing something else because my brain is evolving to the point yeah. to be able to do that. Really? 
Yes, I believe that. Yes, I believe that. That's what I believe. Okay. So the, there's gonna be there's gonna be like a revolution in where all of a sudden like what was that movie Mant with Mant. with John Goodman? <laughs> oh the my god! Smellovision. What the hell was that movie called? The movie inside the movie was called Mant. Okay. I think it was called Matinee with was John it? Goodman. Uh, and it was like Smellovision. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that the, things like that are going to be like you know in the future the the next generation or even feel a vision or right right or, I right. mean what are your five senses and eventually I think we're going to figure out that there is a sixth sense there's there's some sort of a a sense that puts all the other fives together or or, or something that 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 they're going to start combining those elements and and. I don't know, create a new reality in people's heads. Because sure. reality, all right, I was thinking about reality actually the other day, and this was a really cool metaphor. Like, I know I've come up with metaphors for realities about every show, but here's my newest <laughs> one. Okay, go. Uh, my newest one is an egg. You think about an egg. Now, an egg is a very thin shell with, with, with the inside, right? Right. If you think about reality as an egg, the shell is is pretty fragile, but yet it's actually pretty strong, Okay. So your individual reality or what you accept on the surface and what everybody accepts on the surface of your egg is reality. But now if you crack that shell and you get to the inside, the meat, the meat, the egg itself, like the like not the shell of the egg, but the egg, there's you. OK, there's different types of people. There's people that are like raw eggs uh-huh. and there's people that are hard boiled eggs. OK, hard boiled eggs are, are people like religious fundamentalists who say, God created the earth in seven days and 5,000 years of human evolution, and this is the way it is. There's no question about it. They're hard-boiled. Their reality, even if you crack that surface of, that, of, the, of the surface reality that they have, is very firm. They're, they have firm beliefs. Or scientists that have you know, proven that evolution exists and they're 100% sure of it, and there's no question, there's no spirituality involved of, of anything. There's no idea of God or anything. They're very hard-boiled that way. Now there's that's kind of that's kind of a hard line of you know approach to reality and I certainly don't subscribe to that. I'm more of a soft boiled to to almost raw where it's like you crack the outer shell of what I perceive with my senses and what my brain builds as a reality in my head and you get down into the into the into my real reality what I believe reality really is and it's 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 it's, it's not static. It's it's metamorphic. It it moves and it changes. It's it's quantum you can never quite pin it down. It can be one way one day, and it can be another way another day. It is can, this is this the time where we can use the word miasma? It's a miasma. <laughs> Reality is a miasma. Thank yes. You. Excellent, excellent word. Um, so what is your point? Um, my point <laughs> is that this that this reality that we're creating w- with our senses um, is is created primarily by our sense of sight and hearing. Right. Those are the two senses that that for the most part make up because that because those are the two senses that can be uh, manipulated and 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 uh, affected by marketing, and that is what capitalism does is it affects people's reality so they can move more product. Uh huh. Okay. Going and back to the cell phones, right? Going back to the cell phones and the automobiles. Now, if you look at other cultures, if you look at uh, maybe desert nomads, their reality might have might might have been much more heavily influenced by smell. Because they they were living in the desert and and their eyes got clogged with sand or whatever, but they when they got into that tent they could 
oh, it's a certain time of year because this is cooking because there's you right. know, this this plant was growing and and it's the growing season is over and they would smell that and oh it would it, that's what created memories for them and they I mean it's still true with us but maybe much more to a different you know degree in other cultures and in other societies and other realities that other human beings have have uh, have built um, so our reality is um, is based on sight and sound mostly. Uh-huh. Because it can be affected by the marketing. So that's why this radio and that's why this television thing, you know, has a tendency to take up a lot of our time. And we that's why we talk about it a lot. That's why you're thinking about it so much because it's like, well, I, I want to watch all these shows and this is where I get my reality. This is, you know, this is... Uh, it's not this really is, where I get my reality from. But well, I, I don't know. Really? Where do you get your reality from then? Well, I, I hope I get my reality from reality. I mean, television shows What are, is reality though? Television shows are a huge part of our, our reality well, in this culture. They play a, I guess they play a part. I mean, television shows are maybe the next form of storytelling, or a, they're definitely a form of storytelling, right? So, like, you go back to the caveman, and you've got like uh, uh, hieroglyphics on the cave walls, and then you've got the written word. You got, you the, got the guy press. sitting. Oh, even before that, you got the guy sitting around the fire. Yeah, tell, just telling, telling stories. Telling of, oh, when I was fighting the saber-toothed tiger. When my grandfather uh, was fighting, uh, the, he told me a story, uh, and I'm going to tell you this story. And Kumbaya. <laughs> and so television is really just kind of an extension, like a, a continuation of... Yes. of it's, yes. it's an audio-visual. I mean, really what it boils down to is a story is... Uh, uh, like an episode of a television show is just a story that a guy, or probably a, a room full of guys, came up with... Uh, well, based on their their own reality, based on, on their usually on, on their experiences, right? Or the reality, or sure. or just something like some cool idea, like oh man, this, okay, I, so, I had an idea of this okay, cool so, thing. So that to happened, get back to boom. how why why your reality that I said is based on that somewhat is because you're watching that knowing that, and yeah. so you're like, oh, I'm taking a little bit of this person who made this TV movie, whatever that that they based on their reality growing up, and I'm absorbing that and kind of morphing it into the miasma of my own reality and creating a new reality that I exist within. Yeah. Okay. I and, can and, see that. And and so television, when there's when there's so many channels or whatever, there there is kind of like a like a it, it becomes a cultural reality where everybody watches the certain Oh have you did you see did the you episode see the heroes last week? Right. So suddenly, you know, all these people are starting to think along that particular line and that changes the nature of the of the of the reality that we are painting as a as a society in, well, as, in America, maybe. But you are a sole proprietor of your business, so you certainly don't have water cooler conversations uh, about last week's episode of Twenty Four at your job. And my job, I, I am perfectly equipped to, to to have those water cooler conversations, but we don't. And I've actually mentioned this to a couple of my coworkers, like. You know, we're not the type of people that sit around on our break, on our 15-minute coffee break, talking about last week's 24 or last week's heroes or whatever. We, we I don't do that. You don't do that, I don't think, do you? Talking no. about, like, the last te- television show? Well, I talk about it with my wife. If we watch it together, I'll say, oh, that's... That's ridiculous. That's you could have done bullshit. that. You should have done this. <laughs> this is this is an okay. Totally idea. unrealistic. No, uh, well, no. Sometimes I'll say that's a great idea. My gosh, you know, to, to come up with something. But like I guess that. I was that's just kind of talking about your water cooler conversation. Uh, it doesn't necessarily uh, have to be there. that. That's kind of a stereotype. That's kind of a metaphor for um, a collective consciousness. Because if you watch it, it doesn't matter if you talk about it. It's there. It's yeah. it, it's it's been it's been 
it's it's been processed through your processor, and there's rudimentary bits of it that are going to get stuck make, in there. You might and make so references to it. Five years down it. the road, you might not even know where it comes from, but all of a sudden you'll make a reference. You'll, to you'll it. make a reference to it, and you'll be like, "Wow, where where did that come from? I must have." You know this this miasma of thought of of, of right. experiences that I've had, no matter where they came from, it just kind of pulls pulls from that your brain because it's making these connections. Your synaptic connections are making making fundamental interconnectedness inside your head at all times. Of all things, yes. Oh, that was nice. Um, I'm getting shivers. Already. I don't mean to totally derail. No, this no. I, that was a side. You you had some more to talk uh, about with the television. No, I, you know, it's just. It's I'm getting sick of talking about television. Yeah, exactly. I, I I didn't want to make it a big. What else is on your mind? But, um, How's that lady? Is she still alive? The lady. What lady? Have you ta- the lady that died. Oh, <laughs> she's dead. Oh. She's still dead. No. So they haven't they uh, haven't made a show about it. I wanted to put closure. To, to the well, maybe not closure, but a, a, another chapter in Jeremy's adventure in movie distribution. Oh, Venture Media! Did you uh, did you listen to the last? I did the short cast. The short cast. I was a little bit disappointed. Were you? I didn't. I didn't like our little noise that we made in the oh. beginning. Boop boop. And then you ended boop, it like boop. short cast. It was like what? <laughs> what happened? I you could have done a better job at that. You're gonna have to oh, edit, re-edit that one. Great. We'll have to edit those together. All right, well, we'll come up with a new intro for that for the short cast because there are more short casts a coming. Yeah, and they could be Dear really cool, TFI but that was casters. that was horrible. That come was on, really, it was aw- no, it, it was, was not horrible. Folks, all right, folks, right now, not right now, but whenever you get a chance, <laughs> when you, if you're listening to this, seriously, post Go what the, you thought of the short cast episode. All right, could we could could Jeremy and I do a better? intro to that go to the pop yes, syndicate.com forums yeah, and, and tell lay us lay it out there for what us. you thought of the short casts uh intro dante translate short casts into spanish oh 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 oh! speaking of dante uh before we get too far off track uh hopefully before this episode is posted with this today is friday and so he's got all weekend shout he, out for you there buddy. he said he was going to record us a por el amor de dios uh, he was going to record that for us and send it to us, and he was also going to uh, record uh, desensitization, which we never could. It had a B in it for God's sakes. Uh, he's going to uh, his hopefully record that for us, send it to us this weekend, so we can include that in this week's podcast. So, if Sweet. it's not there, I apologize, and if it is there, here it is. Enjoy. Okay, so that was possibly Dante there, and maybe not. Okay. Uh, I wanted to put a little bit of closure. Short cast. Short casts. Come on, you didn't. But do but it was way off key. It was just, it was horrible. It was awful. I couldn't even listen to it. I'm sorry. I mean, we all are about the camp here, but that was like, that was like no fire and no tent. Popsyndicate.com. Go to the forums and tell us what you seriously, thought about the short cast intro. Come on, it was Bobby. It or was, whatever. It doesn't oh matter. My God. Okay. It was like. It doesn't matter. Okay, so. Last week, to continue on with the saga that is my distribution deal, unless you yes. want to talk about something differently. No, I don't, I don't no, want it no, to be no. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about what happened. Well, okay, so I sent out those uh, DVDs to Ingram. Three of them. Three of them. Okay. Postage and paid? Po- I, well, no, I paid for the postage. That's part of the story. So, Well, but media rate for three DVDs is what, like three bucks or no, something? No. I had to send them UPS. Do you know what UPS is on three DVDs? Because no. if you don't, I'll tell you. Hook me up. It's $8. Jesus Christ. So I spent $8 to send out three DVDs to this Ingram company, which if you want to find the DVD, it 
you can just go to fye.com and you can type in uh, Cork and Bottle String Band Movie and What's it's there. What's fye? Apparently, it's an Ingram mic or an Ingram Entertainment subsidy. Why don't you just? Why don't you have a little sub page on the TFI Cast site? Blah. Let me. Bleh. Let me you go. Can to just this. sell them there. You can, in fact, you could. Don't isn't. Doesn't the Cork and Bottle String Band have a website? They do. Bignew.com. And, then and the, don't they the, have a little click thing where the they can DVDs buy The DVDs are available on cdbaby.com for, for $10 or $12. $12 shipping included. Something like that. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. What, why do they need to... Oh, for crazy. Just, so we got... Just well, well, tell, wait, wait, uh, but hang on. So And why did they make you send it UPS? Well, wait a minute. So Oh, my God. <laughs> you should have just sent it parcel post and said, you know what, you guys? Fuck like, this UPS shit. No, here, three bucks. I ain't spending eight bucks on this. Exactly, because you know how you much... Sh- it- then why did you do it? <sighs> you dropped the ball on there, Jeremy. No, because Ingram only accepts UPS. Let me, let me, let, let's back this truck up. Beep, 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 Sounds like beep, a, beep, sounds like a beep, front for a U, uh, UPS money-making scheme. Evidently. So I entered this whole distribution deal thinking that, okay, what does a distributor do? This is my thought. They buy a shit ton of your DVDs, and then they warehouse them. And then when Best Buy, Walmart, Ingram, whoever, orders some, they distribute them. No. That's what I thought. Right. And you, you should I was wrong. You should have thought of a car, because a distributor, all a distributor does is the, the, the electrons from the, from the, from the uh, what's that thing called? Oh, like a battery cap? The battery... S- like shoots electricity into the distributor, and the distributor takes it and right away it, it just dis- says it distributes it to the pistons. It to the, to boom, the pistons. Boom, yep. boom, boom. Yep. So, so yeah, that's that's what my distributor does. Is my distributor or to the actually to the spark plugs, right. which causes the 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 spark that'll explode <coughs> the piston at the right time. So the distributor just distributes. It doesn't warehouse. Right. So my distributor emails me and says, "Send three DVDs to this place." Okay, so I, I, I email them, I'm like, well, how do I do this? And they're like, well, you need to include a PO and make sure that you include a packing slip and make sure that you invoice us and do this and do this and do this and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, you know, just kind of meek me like, all right, well, I want to make sure that I do this right. I want to make sure that I'm, uh, you know, not screwing anything up. So I call them on the phone. I'm like, okay, there are three PO numbers on here. Which PO number do I use? Well, you want to make sure that you use this PO number that's on the left side of your form and make sure that you create your own PO number so that you can track your order. And when you actually bill us or invoice us, make sure that you reference our PO number. And at that point, I'm like, Okay, you know, some highlighting things in different colors. Like, okay, this is their PO, this is that PO, this is my PO, and so I go to, I package this whole thing up. I go to UPS, I, I give them all the information. I'm expecting three bucks. I'm expecting to send this thing out for three dollars, eight dollars. So, my, they're gonna pay me sixteen bucks for these DVDs, for all three of them. For three of them, I spent eight dollars to ship them. Net profit to me, eight dollars. But wait a second. I am in a partnership with the Cork and Bottle String Band. I get 20% of whatever profits we pull in. Wait a minute. I thought you said that you owned all those DVDs. No. I thought you said he was done with it and he didn't want anything to do with it anymore. Well, he's... No. no oh. There's an agreement oh. there. Oh. So he gets 20%, I get 20%, and then the band gets the band splits up the, the rest of the 60%. Oh, so, 60, so I don't know what twenty percent of eight bucks is, but it's 
what a dollar fifty, a buck fifty. So like after I do all this work, it's a dollar fifty. Well, okay, so then I'm uh, like dollar seventy five, kind of like reeling back in that like I I pay the money. I'm like oh geez, and I've got some cork and bottle money left over. So I'm like, it, it didn't come out of my pocket. I pulled it out of the cork and bottle kitty to like reimburse myself, <clears throat> but. I go back to my original emails, and this this if you listen to the old podcast, I, I got a slew of emails from, uh, I think his name is David from Ingram, not Ingram, from uh, uh, Victory Multimedia, and he's like, do all this stuff, and I said, oh, uh, let's do all this stuff. He's like, no, 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 I'm going on vacation. We'll do all this stuff as soon as I get back from vacation, so I kind of let it sit there. This actually goes back to what you said last week about, I don't like to do stuff. I don't like to finish stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So my mind was like, I'm not going to start this because if I don't start this, there's no way I can do it wrong, right? So you wait till he gets back, and then you can talk to him and do it. Walk exactly. It. Yeah. Well, he never got back to me, and I never really thought about it. And then I get this order, and then I email this guy. I'm like, oh, I just got this order. And he's like, oh, don't forget to do all this stuff. And I'm like, oh. So I start looking at this stuff, and one of them, they're all for these like review websites. All these people are going to do free reviews for my movie. Only if I can send them to them four weeks prior to February 10th. Hmm. And I'm like, uh, oh, uh, okay, you know, so then it's February 15th and I'm scrambling all of these DVDs together and all this paperwork together and filling out all this stuff, putting it in envelopes, sending it in the mail. And I'm like, so I emailed the guy. I'm like, well, you know, you, you said you were going to help me and you, you said to kind of hold off until you were able to help me after you were on vacation. He's like, Oh, well, I, I, since you didn't email me, I didn't think that you really needed any help, and I thought you were handling it on your own. So not only am I going to make a dollar fifty off of these three DVDs that I sent, I spent a ton of money mailing it out to all these review sites. It doesn't even matter because you're making a dollar fifty, though. I am making a dollar fifty, right? I, I, I'm in the black. You're absolutely correct. There but all go. these review sites, like it, at this point, it's really not even about money. It's about kind of exposure. Like, let's get this thing out there. Let's get review websites. And you might get exposure. Those three DVDs might get in the hands of one person. Well, but all of those. Wow, pe- this is actually pretty good. Let's contact this guy. He's got something. Well, now you're taking the optimistic approach. Right, because you know what? There's there. All right, and it's true because you have to because there's a lot of bureaucratic bullshit that goes on. And there's idiots that sit there in the window. Right. And you have to slog through. They have to fill out the forms. You have to fill out the papers. You have to stand in line. And then you find out you did it wrong. You have to go to the back of a different line and fill them out again. And another guy, right, right, idiot, right. sitting there going, I can't wait till I get my lunch and blah, blah, blah. But the guys behind them and then the guys behind him, them, if they get a hold of that and they're like, wow, this actually has some artistic qualities. This is good shit. Because the people that are sitting in those windows are probably the guys that like the movies that are getting pumped out, you know, right. by the thousands from the big, big manufacturers, the big Hollywood, the machine. The, you're right. Right. And they're like, Oh, I love that fancy right. footwork when they drive really fast and shoot people. That's great. <laughs> that's good movie making. And these fucking documents is shit. Man. Fuck you. Go to the end of the line. But the guy that's up on top that says, wow, now this is a new thing. This might, this is, this might take, um, edutainment in a different direction Ooh, edutainment i like that that might take it in a different direction let's uh let's contact this guy you know and even though the other guys the other partners in the firm be like well i don't know this guy didn't know how to fill out the forms and he's kind of a small down ranking that guy in the top he didn't get there for nothing he's right. probably like fuck you i like this movie right call this motherfucker up and we are gonna pay him ten thousand thousand dollars for the rights to this movie because then now we're going to be the sole distributor of it 
and we're going to buy the rest of the copies and we're going to distribute it and we're actually going to contact him to go ahead and make another one because there's this other band over here right, that, right. and he did a pretty good job with it and blah blah, blah. that so you have to kind of slog and it's it kind of reminds me of uh of school i mean look at all the bullshit that you learned in school right. i mean pink floyd the the whole wall was all about the bullshit that you know hey you can't have your pudding until you eat your meat right right you you have to slog through all this bullshit and you have to fight the bullies off to be able to to learn a little bit and to get that piece of paper that says oh yeah i fought all the bullies off and went through all the bullshit right then the company will say oh you fought the bullies off and went through the bullshit yeah we'll hire you because now we're gonna now we're gonna teach you what you need to know now that you it's like basic training well you know i guess the thing that kind of frustrates me is that once I got down to it, once I actually looked at it, once I decided that I am in this on my own and that they're not going to help me, it wasn't that difficult to do all this this paperwork. It took me two nights, three hours each night. It took me about six hours over the course of two nights to fill out all this paperwork, make out all the mailing lists, uh, write out a whole bunch of letters and all this sort of stuff, and fill out all the spreadsheets. And I didn't really mind that. But the thing that really kind of pissed me off was that if I would have done this four weeks ago, I would have been eligible for so much more, supposedly. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe somebody is going to, like, well, we have these rules, but, well, this is pretty good. You know, I'm going to bend the rules for this one. Hopefully, maybe that's the case. But I would have rather erred on the sake of safety and got it to them by the deadline. Well, you should have asked them then, hey, is there another deadline? Can I, what about yeah? What about uh, April 10th? Yeah. I mean, every two months, do you go through this kind of a rigmarole? Maybe I'll just wait until then, or I'll get it in for the next batch. You know, I'll it be was, the first one in line for the next batch. Yeah, it was it was very frustrating. It's just very frustrating. I mean, that, see, that's something you could have thought about then. And, and but asked it, them it really just goes back to the fact that I just had complete misconceptions about this whole distribution deal is that they were going to call me up and say, Jeremy, we need 100 DVDs. We're going to pay you $6 for 100 DVDs. That's 600 bucks. Send them our way. And we're going to send them to Ingram and Best Buy and Walmart and blah, 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 blah. But no, it's not that way. Yeah, but then All what they if, what do, if, they're just like ultimate middlemen where they're like, Jeremy, mail a DVD here. Mail a DVD here. Mail a DVD here. Oh, and we're going to take a third, a third, a third, a third. And it's like, well, couldn't. Why can't I do this myself? Well, Why are you here? Okay. Why do you exist? Because they're making money off of it. Well, and they well, want yeah. and they're trying to weed out the 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 14-year-old kid that YouTubes himself jumping a yeah. skateboard over a milk carton and saying, "I made a movie. I made a movie." and put some little graphics in it because he learned right. it in, in computer class at school, you know, burns it on a DVD. And uh, put some put some heavy punk music behind it, and says, "I made a DVD, you know. Here, distribute it, distribute." It. And they're like, "All right, well, fine. You got to do jump through. You got to do all hoops. this work if you really want to make this happen. You got to right. do all this and work." And so, otherwise, you, they would be inundated with you're all right. this bullshit. You're right. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, but the bright side of all of this, always look on the bright side of life, is if whenever you, you get down, Mrs. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> If you go to bestbuy.com right now and type in cork and bottle string it's band. It's there? It's there. Wow. You could order it. I haven't sent anything to Best Buy yet, but if you ordered it from Best Buy, I guarantee you that tomorrow I'd have an order. Send one DVD to Best Buy. Wow. And how much do you think they would pay you for it? $6? I would get, well, after the UPS Eight. charges, so whatever. 
Well, it's six bucks a DVD. I uh, approximately get about six bucks a DVD. But that's before shipping. And now to ship one DVD, UPS. Well, that's the other thing is Ingram, I called the customer service. And I'm like, okay, uh, I could ship this USPS for like two bucks. And they're like, no, I'm sorry. Ingram only accepts UPS. I was like, rather fresh. Like, UPS just kind of freaks me out to begin with. I mean, I can go to the USPS, like just like all the other scabs, right? And be like, oh, I got this thing to mail, and they'll do it all for you. But you go to UPS, and it's just kind of like this, well, you didn't fill this form out. This isn't packaged correctly. You can't send this UPS. I don't know. It just has a different feeling for me. I'm very intimidated Where, where's by the, UPS. What UPS store did you go to? Uh, originally, I was going to go to the UPS warehouse off of... Wow. But I decided not to go to the UPS warehouse. I went to a UPS store. Yeah, there's one right by Noodles. Yes, that's the one I went was to. There, was, who was working there? Was some guy working there, like a younger guy? Yeah, it was a guy. I went in there a couple days ago to send something, <laughs> and uh, he was really... He was like, oh, yeah, it's this right here and this right here. You got this? Yes, okay, they were very... Yes, and he was, you're ready to go. Thanks. Goodbye. <laughs> Gesundheit. Excuse me. The UPS guy was very helpful in, in all of the measurements and... All of that sort of stuff and the addressing and well, yes, he was very helpful. But eight bucks, eight bucks man. for three. Jesus, huh? Wait, separate so DVDs in separate containers. One package. Ooh, because it was all going to the same address. Eight bucks. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, so there you go, folks. Uh, that's the movie business for you. I guess. Wow. Well, you know, if if it's any consolation, you could. Uh, I'd certainly welcome. A little link on the uh, Silly Monkeys website where it would say, "Hey, you like bluegrass music? Buy a DVD." Excuse me, <laughs> clunk clunk. Yeah, what was that? I could put some DVDs in your store. I've sold uh, four. I still I have like thirty bucks for David Landau. Well, you should call him up and give him his cash. Yeah, yeah. I have. I I sold. He gave me I think five of them or six of them. I sold four of them for ten bucks a piece. I think. Well, but I'm taking two dollars <laughs> of each of that. So. Whatever that comes out to. So I don't want to... Me, 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 me. I don't want to talk about that anymore. We're done. Until something more exciting happens with that whole distribution deal. Well, that was pretty pretty lament- lamentous. It was... That was a lamentous... It was rough, man. Lamentous cast. Between... Uh, seriously. Lamentous. Be- Atlantis. Between the cell... Ventus. Between the cell phone unlocking and all of that movie distribution-like wah, stuff. Wah, wah. It was a very arduous week for me. Now you're just having fun with the headphones. <laughs> what do you got? I got nothing, man. Got I, I want to laugh. I don't know. I want funniness. I I, I don't know. I, and I got nothing to say. I got that's. It, was this cast not? This cast wasn't. It was kind of a downer cast. Yeah, I don't know. I I should have interjected more and laughed more. But I was like, I was kind of enthralled by your story there. I this guess. cast wasn't all that funny, was it? No, not really. I don't know. We're we're kind of. You I, know well, what? I was sick yesterday, so I'm and I'm I probably shouldn't even be drinking right now. You know you what? Know? Maybe kind of like. This this also has me down. We're gonna go a little bit long today, folks. Oh, what time is it? <laughs> it's uh it's eleven thirteen, but No, but I mean what 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 are we at here? What how many cast wise, we're at about an hour and seven. Well shut her down. Pull the plug right now. No, wait, pull it. I pull it wait I gotta go to the bathroom. Wait, 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 don't go. Don't go don't go away from oh, the microphone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss in your chair right here. Well that's fine. That's your chair. <laughs> I don't sit in that chair. They go to the bathroom. I just wanted to lament and we we'll end it after wah, wah. after I lament. Can you do it in a sing-song voice? 
Can you we do it? okay, ready. Old <laughs> Man River. Here, ready. We don't have any listeners. There's no money out there. We're sad and lonely on it's the web. Like we're talking to, to ourselves, this, ourselves, and the dark. There's no more listeners. There's no one wants to listen to us. It's just a sad state of affairs. And we're just playing with our headphones. We're playing with our cell phones and trying to push the right button. Click, click, click. Seriously, what are we going to do about that? Fuck. We got seven. No, no, we're not going to fuck. No, you and I are not going to do that. That's uh, uh, we're we're going to advertise. Table. We're going to buy. Advertising. I'm not going to buy anything. I just Come bought. A, I bought a pair of headphones. That's all I'm buying. Um, I'm done. I'm done buying. We should, stuff. We should go into a, a deal with like Ford, where every, every new Ford Focus comes, comes with, with a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> a subscription to the TFI cast. Fan. Download it right to your headphones. I, I well, I, you know what? I don't want to be vain, and maybe I've had a little bit too much alcohol today, but. I'm a little upset that we're on episode 52, and seriously, Fuck. 16, we've got like 20. But thank seven you, listeners. thank you. I think we have to thank I, everybody that's on. Thank you, 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 thank you. That's like 13 too many thank yous. There's only seven of them to thank, and I Come thank on. each one of those seven people. Wow. I love those seven people, and I hope that they continue to listen, even though I am crying in my Captain and oh, Coke. Oh, man, yeah. But how come we can't have 20? 30, 40, 50, you, 70. I mean, do you really? I mean, have you ever, have you ever listened to the... Uh, do you realize there's like the, the, eight the good atheists, The good atheists, they have like 1,300 every week. What? Yeah. And they, but they're good, though. They're smart. They're, Are we not they're, as good? good? Are we not that good? That's a shout-out to the good atheists. You should listen to it. It's a good, it's a good podcast. I, you, um, you know what? I emailed the good atheists. I said, good atheist. Do you hear good atheist? Really? Uh, my co-host, Eric, has listened to your podcast. Uh Maybe you could listen to our podcast and you could give us a little shout out. And we could we gave you a shout out and we've given you a shout wow. out a couple of times. No response. Really? So either they're like, fuck those little guys, or they listen to our podcast and like, oh my God, what is this bullshit? Wow. You know, uh, that's what I'm trying to have. I have difficulty. Like, are we just, are we shite? Are we are just a shite podcast? Or what? I think we have moments of brilliance. <laughs> Surrounded by shite, <laughs> we're, we're kind of like the Tootsie Pop. We, how, how many, many licks does it take? How many listens does it get to the night? No, how many listens yeah, does it take yeah. to get to the center? To get to that, to that. Okay, maybe we should maybe we should cut down to like half an hour casts. Yeah, but it seriously, like like yeah. boil them down. Do a little more editing. Maybe we maybe we should do some more editing. I don't know. Thank thank you everybody for listening, dear. Um, seven send us listeners. send us send us your ideas on what. What would tighten up our podcast here? What do you like to hear? What's what's uh, what's good in your ear wh- when we're speaking to you? I mean, what what would come out come through clear, and what would make more people listen to us? What would garner us thirteen more listeners right. to get to the magic twenty? Por amor del dios! Exactly. All right. Well, that's been episode fifty-two of TFI Cast. Uh, I'm Jeremy. Maybe these headphones are gonna are gonna be better because we're not going to be talking over each other. I think we were a lot better this episode. I'm Eric. Thanks for listening. If you were, gosh. Gosh. Gosh, Opie. Okay. Gosh, Andy. No, what did he call him? What was Opie and... Gosh, Pa. Gosh, Pa. I hope we get some more listeners next week. I sure do. Well, just be nice to your aunt. What was her name? B. Just be nice to your aunt B. Maybe she'll make you a pie. (laughs) (laughs) Shh, <laughs> shh,
night. Mm-hmm.